Recording has started. Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. That was a good one. I'm your host, Tommy McGraw. With me tonight is Dan Mara, Rich Cakel, and producer Roland Barrielli. Tonight's show, we got uh, we got a good show for you. Uh, there has been some MLB developments. Uh, we're going to go through them with you. Uh, NBA, we have a bunch of talk to do. Um, I'm sure Dan is going to give you a Knicks rant because they are just straight up garbage, even worse than garbage. They won two in a row. Worse worse than what they've been before. And he thinks winning two in a row has saved the season somehow. And we got some big NFL talk, which is where we're going to start tonight. Um, And then we'll give you some miscellaneous shit later. So the big... Story out of the NFL. Two things we have tonight. Um, the first was Aaron Rodgers got his big giant fucking extension, and we lost Dan. He's back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got his big ass extension, big huge extension. Like like he's got to be like ninety percent of the Green Bay's Packers uh, payroll now. Even though he's got less of a cap hit. And then uh, we got the uh, eclipsing that news was uh, the big Russell Wilson trade to the Denver Broncos. And the Denver Broncos paid a buttload. Um, So let's start with Aaron Rodgers. Roland, news out of Wisconsin and the area. Is, is that is that the, the uh, is that is that the uh, the feelings? Haven't got the official scoop from within Green Bay yet, but uh, <laughs> I can't imagine they're happy, especially after the playoff run. He hasn't. Uh, who's got Who's got the numbers? Throw those in there when you when you get them. <laughs> Go ahead, Roland. Had have been Roland. What numbers? The contract? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can keep going with your rant, but oh. uh, yeah, if someone's got the numbers, throw them out there. I thought it was like two hundred million for four years or five years. Yeah, five, yeah, they're five four, years, four, four years. I thought, four I thought, years? Four I thought years. it was forty yeah, million a year. Yeah, it's four hundred and fifty-three million guaranteed or one hundred and thirty-five million guaranteed. Yeah, he's a great quarterback, but he needs a supporting cast as well. So, how are you going to sign everyone else? Do that. Like, how are you? How are you going to try to keep Devonte Adams? He well, they franchise really... tagged him. Oh, they well, they franchised him after uh, signing Aaron to the four-year, two hundred million dollar contract with one hundred and fifty-three million dollars guaranteed, and the cap number goes down. I still don't understand that, but Ian Rappaport said the cap number goes down. How old is that, Rogers? I'm gonna say too old for the too old for that contract. 38. Is it thirty eight? Is it thirty eight? Really? 
Yeah, yeah. He turns 39, I believe, in December. I think I looked ah, it up earlier today. Man. I think it's a terrible You're going to be deal. paying this guy $40 million when he's 41 years old, 40 years old? I mean, that's a, lo- that's a long contract. Tom, uh, Brady, uh, did Brady sign a four-year? I don't think Brady signed four-year deals near the end there. No, I think it was a two and a three, maybe. Yeah, I thought it was like two-year deals, which, okay, you hope the one year is good, and then if the next year is bad, it's only one year. Like, I mean, Rodgers could fall off a cliff any year now. I think He's some been of injured it, though— before. Yeah, but I think some of it's Jordan Love and his underperformance when he was playing last year as well, where they yeah, they didn't want to go into like a complete rebuild. Yeah, I mean I get it. What a deal! It's a lot of a lot of change for somebody who's only won one Super Bowl twelve years ago. Not a fan. Yeah, me neither. Rich, not a fan. Yeah. Last man's opinion. Not me. Uh, not down. a fan of not a fan of the contract. I'd take two two years at that. Pay. Yeah. You know, yeah, like forty million, year. whatever. Two years. That's I think reasonable. Four years is. He's starting to decline. He's getting injured more and more. And when he goes down, the team just is not great. So. Plus, um, I mean, everything that I don't know, everything that they put him through last year. Everything that Rogers put the team through last year about like is he going? He's not happy. Is he immunized? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immunized, vaccinated. What's what's he talking about? Crystals, uh, and then, and then no they crystals. thanked him. And then they thanked him. Yeah, I don't, I don't get. I mean, you know, Green Bay had a great season. He had a great year, but you know, you got to realize when it's time to, because you could be in in, in hell in, in a year. Year from now, yeah, and they're oh, not going to trade him. Who's going to take that contract? Yeah, the Denver Broncos. That's four years. Yikes. Imagine if they had <laughs> Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> <laughs> and the cap went down. Yeah, 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 and the cap went down. So, uh, all right, moving on because uh, you know, all right, let's move on. We already started talking about the Broncos anyway. The Broncos pulled off a wacko trade, wacko trade uh, to uh, for Seattle's uh, Russell Wilson. They get Russell Wilson, and the Broncos get Drew Locke. Yeah, stay. Shel- uh, defensive lineman Shelby Harris. Yeah. Tight end Noah Faint, who I like yeah. Noah Faint. I think he's uh, a, a decent uh, tight end. Two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth round pick um, to the Seahawks for Wilson and a fourth round pick. So, so they can um, rebuild half the team. Yeah, with with that fourth round pick. Um, <laughs> it seems like an that, odd. <laughs> Uh, that no is a buttload of stuff for 33-year-old, right? He's 33, Russell Wilson. What do you guys what do you guys think of this trade? Is he 33? He's closer to Jess's right. age. Oh. It's 33. Cuz I think Jess saw him play. So, uh, I guess that's right. Yeah. Now, I mean 
you gave up a ton of stuff. So is the Broncos thinking that they would just go for it this year and then have a shitty team after that? Because uh, that's all your draft capital. So you don't have a future except for third round picks. Yeah, but they they weren't like a one piece away team. No, and I don't think Russell Wilson is a one piece. Like, could he have been that one one piece to get them over the hump with a meh team? I don't think so. Did Russell Wilson just go from Seattle to Colorado, Seattle? Richie, how do you feel about this trade? Um, you're always the, you're always the one that says give up the capital for the stars. Yeah, I don't mind the cost. Like, I don't think it's an overpay, but I don't know if Denver has a good enough roster to make this trade worth it for them. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like we j- just saw. <laughs> Rams give up a heavy deal kind of like this, but they had an elite roster already. You know, they were looking for an upgrade from golf and they got one and it paid off. But I I don't see Denver's rosters being anywhere close as to this one. I mean, look at their wide receivers. Their wide receivers are trash. Yeah, Kansas City. City. It it was funny. I, I, I read something that, uh, uh, Patrick Graham left the Giants in the NFC East to go to the Raiders. Now he has to play Patrick Graham, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Herbert, and now Russ Wilson six times a year. That's yeah. uh, as opposed to Jalen Hurts, whoever the hell Washington has, and a hobbled Dak Prescott. Right. A little different. Just a little. Little different. Uh, oh, I think you short, know my, feeling, my feelings on yeah, Russ. I think. I've always thought he he's a little overrated. Um, you're, you're a hater. Got it. I, I'm not a hater. I think people overvalue his talent. Um, now, Seattle hasn't had a good team in a while, so it's really not all his fault. But, yeah, I, I think, like, he's going to Denver. Is Denver any better? No, you know, so I think, shit, I think that's... A that's line. Yeah, like, like, to me, Russ goes to a team that's, like, maybe... Like, you know, you know who, who I think would have been – like, I think Washington would have been a great fit for him because I think they have an elite defense, and I think they're, they're, they're a top-caliber quarterback away from being, you know, a legit threat. Like, Denver, like, I don't know. What do they have? They don't have an elite defense. I mean, they're an okay team. Seattle's an okay team. So, uh, yeah, to me, to me, you know – you make that trade if you're like a quarterback. If if you know you are, quarterback is the missing link. Not if you need you know. And I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know Denver's roster enough to to know how what else they need. But they're not they're not a starting quarterback away from being championship caliber. So uh, see Seahawks uh, for that reason, I'm out. Seahawks released uh, um, Bobby Wagner. Just now as well. You think Carroll's done? I mean, that I, I can't imagine he wants to go through a rebuild in, in Seattle. 
He'll do one more year. They'll be terrible this year, and then he'll be done. Yeah, I can see that. I, I also read something that, like, Seattle hasn't had... Like, they've drafted terribly the last, like, five or six years. Like, terribly. Right. Uh, That's why they are where they are. Yeah. So, so uh, but yeah, I, I don't really... I mean, Russell Wilson, the, the, you know, Denver will probably be a little better just because of him, but you, you gave up a lot, and it's going to be tough to build around, you know... Like you said, like like, like the Ram, the Rams got an upgrade, but the Rams also had, you know, one of the best receiving cores in the NFL before they got Odell Beckham. They had an elite defense and probably the best defensive player in the league. Like Denver doesn't have any of that stuff, and they're bringing in their offense. Their offense now, their offensive weapons are Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and uh, Jerry Judy. And uh, Tim Patrick. They're, they're not. Who, I think that's it, a pretty solid core. It's underrated. It, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's solid. But it's also. Uh, they got to prove their worth. Yeah, Last man's opinion. I, you got you got to prove your worth this year. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not bad. But, you know, Seattle, Seattle, their offensive line was an issue. But, I mean, the Seahawks also probably had a top five receiver there. Well, I mean, DK Metcalf is a superstar. Like, there's nobody that level on Denver. I bet you he can't. He can't wait to get out of Seattle now. Sure. Let, let's see how these players look when they're playing with a real quarterback now in Denver as well. I mean, yeah, he's going to make someone look, you know, like a borderline Pro Bowler. Uh, I like Judy. I think he's a good player, but like, I mean, DK is a freak. Yeah, yeah, he is. So. Uh, they'll look better. I don't know how good their offensive line is. Uh, I mean, listen, Russ is going to win games. He's going to make them, but I don't know. I, I don't feel like Denver, and I, I don't know the cap situation. Maybe they could go crazy in free agency and really go for it, but um, just based off of the roster they had last year, they're a uh, you know, league average at well, best team. I mean, you do have a new ownership uh, coming in. I don't think that's still been decided, so... Yeah, the, something's uh, that could uh, they they could be aggressive over the next couple of years. They could. I mean, it'll be interesting to see because they're also in a brutal division. I mean, whatever you want about the Raiders, they're always going to be a tough team. That they're, they're not Raiders, probably the you know maybe the fourth best team now with with the Russell Wilson. But you also have I mean the Chargers are a really good team. I know they didn't make the playoffs last year, but I mean they're right they're there. They're close. Her, Her, Herbert, yeah, they're bad. close. And yep. Kansas City. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. That's tough. And to give up all that for for a quarterback who, I, you know, he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's as good as some people think, but he is a good quarterback. And I think you have a lot of other holes to fill. It's, But whatever. One, one thing I will say about Seattle. Denver is they quietly had one of the best defenses in the league. I think they were like a top five defense yeah. in, in points allowed or something. Yeah. Yep. What, what, what was it? Who was the quarterback last year? Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, Bridgewater, yeah. Your boy, Teddy. Teddy, who annihilated the Giants. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> knew it was going to be a long season with Teddy Bridgewater threw for like 500 yards against the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Well, um, it, 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 listen, a good trade for Seattle. I, I, I'm interested to see what Seattle's move is now moving forward. Yeah, it looks like they're in fire sale mode. Yeah. 
And before ahead, we Richie. leave, before we leave the NFL, can we yeah. acknowledge how bad, how <laughs> bad the NFC quarterback situation is these days with Wilson gone and now Brady retiring? Like you're uh, talking. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking yeah, the best ever, the best one, Aaron Rodgers. Talk- best ever. Go time for Mitch Trubinsky. Like you're talking like three legit quarterbacks in the NFC, maybe. Yeah. Like you got Dak, Stafford, and uh, and I, I, I gotta be Rogers. honest. I don't. And think a week and a week uh, week draft class coming in. Yeah, I mean, it I depends, think... how, depends how you feel about Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm off for Kyler Murray. I think he's. I think he's a bomb. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think. I think. He, I think he has serious issues. I mean, he basically was like pay me or I'm not going to play for you guys anymore. And it's like, you did nothing, buddy. You literally did nothing. He had one decent season and he completely shot the bed last month. And Serious month and question. Who would, be, who would be the fourth best quarterback in the NFC? Like after those three guys we just named. So we Gar- a- after who? Rogers. Stafford. Stafford and Dak. I, I would say those are the top three probably. I mean... Yeah, and, and yeah. listen, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not high on Dak anymore. He, I don't know. He, he doesn't. All right, look, Dan. Dan. He doesn't Dan, look as good. Dan. The, all right, Dan. Okay, Dan. Okay. All right. Oh, you think just, you think he looks good? He was he was bad last year. No, no, no. I, I, I just don't want you to go down a hole. I don't yeah, want yeah, you to go down a hole. Yeah, let's not get too too far off the path here. Yeah. All right, like, so uh, like, like, who are who's our top five quarterbacks in the NFC? <laughs> Let's put Dak at five just to shut Dan up. <laughs> who, who are two so, other guys we can add? Two other in? guys. Like um, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan can't be in the top five, can he? <laughs> Matt Ryan, no, Matt, no. Yeah, Maybe Matt the top Ryan's five like retiring. Kyler Murray, do we have to put him in the top five? Please don't put Jimmy G in there. Oh, uh, Jimmy G, you probably has to be. You might he have has to, to be. Jimmy, Jimmy G technically isn't in the NFC right now. He's def, he's technically not in anywhere. Oh, uh, that's really? right, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. No, he's still under contract, isn't he? Didn't he get cut? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Or didn't he get re- released? Where did he get released? Um... Wasn't no, that, no, or he, maybe he, that, that he, was the thinking? He, he, he's that he's not coming back? He's, he's still in the Okay. Yeah. I don't think he will be for uh, after draft day. Yeah. Oh. Not the same as fine. So, uh, well, you, you know, the other rumor I heard is supposedly by the end of this week, Watson's uh, legal situation is going to be wrapped up. Okay. And uh, yeah. I hear uh, Carolina's making a big push for him. So yeah, I could I could but see him I, de- I, definitely being in the NFC. Yeah, sure. me too. But but let's assume he's not there right now. Right. Uh, all right. So anybody? So okay. So let's throw Dak in. For so the you NFC. got. What about NFC right, North? So, Any, who's from the NFC North? Aaron Rodgers. No, I'll, I'll give you the rundown right now. You got the Packers. That's Aaron Rodgers. The Bucks have nobody. Cowboys have Dak. That's in our what top order five. Are we go- what order are we going in? <laughs> I'm, just, going I'm right, just giving you the NFC North, South, East, West. NFC teams. <laughs> I was going around the horn. I was going by division. I don't, I don't know. It just popped up that way. Are we going to keep track? All right. Cowboys, Dak, Eagles, they're not in the top five. No. 
Commanders. Oh, God, I hate saying that. Not in the top no. five. Jo- DJ's not on the top <laughs> no. five. Rams, Stafford. Stafford. Then you got Kyler, Jimmy yep. G, yep. and then uh, Drew Locke now. No. Um, so you got uh, Aaron, Kirk yep. Cousins. Nope. I, I guess Kirk. I guess Kirk Cousins is going to be your he fringe. He might make it. He might make it. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think we already have five. Uh, Bears. Justin uh, Fields. Lions. Justin Fields could be, but he hasn't had enough time yet. Saints got nobody. Falcons have Matt. Matt Ryan, I think, is in the top five by default. I'm going to make a uh, statement that Justin Fields is going to be a top five NFC quarterback this year. By the end of the season? Yeah. That's a fucking hot take. I don't know how hot it is when we can't even name five quarterbacks. so That's so who do we, so so realistic? Who do we have? We have Aaron. We have Stafford. We have Kyle. You only we have, Dak, you only have oh, you have three. Jimmy G. You have and Jimmy G. You have, you have three quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and you have everybody else borderline. I wouldn't even put any of those other players in a top five ever. Jimmy Cousins. They're all borderline on the outside. I, mean, I would put Dak borderline on the outside too. I don't no, think Dak's stop. that good of a quarter. I was high on Dak two years ago. Last two years, he, he's been hurt, and he's been bad. You were high on him right before the season started last I was, year. I was, because I thought he was going to have a big... And he started off great, and he's kind of flamed out, and I've really, I'm really down on him. I was high on him until he screwed my fantasy season. <laughs> <laughs> I, All right, maybe, maybe this will be an NFL segment for next, for next week. We'll, we'll give you a deep dive into the quarterbacks. And Dan can go into a rant maybe, about how he maybe, hates maybe, how he hates the Cowboys quarterback. Maybe Daniel Jones will sneak into the top five <laughs> by default. Can I just um, sneak uh, one little byline in? Yep, go ahead. When yep. Seattle cut uh, Bobby Wagner, they saved sixteen point six million against their cap. Wow, that Jeez, is Bobby. A big number. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, a, that's big. That's big. All right, let's uh, let's. Uh, All right, let's get baseball over with. Let's get baseball over with. All right, uh, we got a lot of baseball wow. tonight. Tommy. I know, I know, we got a lot of baseball. All right, so as Richie gave me uh, the scoop for this week. How do you want to start this? I mean, am I just going right for it? MLB trying to fuck the Mets or just bad timing for them? <laughs> um, all right. So before we di- before we deep dive into the conspiracy theory for that, we have some new rules that uh, MLB has agreed to. There will no longer be infield shifts allowed. Uh, there will be larger bases to help stealing and infield hits. I think that's, I think that's a ridiculous. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> that's a ridiculous. I mean, is that love, really an issue for the players? I love the comments in like the message boards where they're like, "I want, I want it to be s- very large, like comic <laughs> yeah. book yeah, large, like oversize." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to see. I want to sleep the, on first base. What what dimension? Uh, I, what measurements they they came up with for that? I, mean, I, 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 think, like it, I think it's fifty. 15 to 18, I think. What was it before? 15 inches to 18 inches. Right. What, how, do you know how big it was before? 15 by 15. That's what, we're, that's what he yeah. keeps saying. Oh, 15, oh that's what he says? So, and now, right. it's, now it's 18 by 18. 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I, three inches. That's a that's a big difference. I mean, I feel like that, the. That's I feel what like she the, said. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the bases must have been the same for like decades. Right. Right. Oh, they centuries. There is also one slight other change. So, the bases when you're like up close at them, there's like a slight ramp to them. Yes. Um, so they're trying to. They're also trying to flatten it out, make it more square-like, so that way they think it will stop. They don't slip. So that way, when players are sliding feet first, their legs don't kind of like pop off of them. Yeah. yeah. And they say because that causes you know, injury. So no, with it's... with replays added to baseball, umps can look at the replay and, and catch them sliding off base in a replay, huh. and and have that little glitch where the rules, you know, they can just get rid of that and they can say, oh, if you pop off, you know, above the base, you're not out. Like they can just yeah make yeah, a rule yeah. to fix that. Yeah, I don't understand changing There's... the base yeah. like that. What's the yeah. Oh, what's the replay situation I, in baseball? Is it unlimited? Replay? Yeah. Uh, isn't it like? Uh, was like, it one? Is it three? I thought it's like NFL or whatever. You have to get. You have to win. Uh two, and then you get a third. God, that's so something like that. I think. Um, I actually yeah, like how I'm the not, NBA. I'm not sure exactly, to be honest. I actually like how the NBA adjusted that as it's good now. Also, didn't they go to Universal DH? Did no one answer that yes. in the chat today? They went to Universal, Universal DH is 20. So these rule changes are for 2023. And Universal DH was before this. Uh, Universal DH process, is 2022, though. if it happens. Yeah. Right. And then right. in 2023. If they don't get rid of it in these negotiations. <laughs> these. There was also. Yeah, I won't get into it. But for these new rules that, and, that got agreed upon yeah. or whatever. They, the players agreed to a 45-day heads-up before they get implemented. So they're not, gotcha. going, into, they're not going into effect uh, technically until, they say, in 2023. Gotcha. Also, uh, the last one in, that we uh, didn't hit on was the uh, there is now a pitch clock added. Um, Richie, I think you gave the breakdown or somebody gave the breakdown of this saving. This will keep games under three hours. I think. Um, yeah, Roland, there, you, there you, was someone that said, that like, on average, the games take three hours and 10 minutes. And with the pitch clock, it's going to be two hours and 50 minutes. A lot of these also have been tested in the minor leagues or the Atlantic League. Right. So yes, they right. um, like the the shift rule was in double A last year, so yeah. it's been tested already. And then the pitch count, I think right. they used in the Atlantic League, right. so they saw the speed up. And it was a certain like fifteen seconds with no one on base, and then like nineteen seconds with runners on base or something like that. Right, right. and yeah. something they declined to put into this deal is uh, robot umpires or uh, you know camera camera balls and strikes. Um, the there players was some weird wording that. I saw too, where it was like robot umps to assist the ump in making calls or something. So I'm not sure if well, it would be like some sort of signal that they would get that advises them like if it was a ball or strike and they could still call it however they want. I want to read into that a little I, more. Yeah. I think that might have to deal with like 
the you know they call balls and strikes, and then if there's like a foul tip, the ump gets to call that. Um, you know, if it's like a borderline where the camera doesn't pick up the tip, um, you know, the ump would call that, and then obviously the ump calls you know safer route, you know, home plate. Uh, um, place. I wonder how they're gonna. I wonder how they're gonna do the uh, shifting. What do you I mean? Like the details well, like, of what they're going to stop. Yeah, like, like if they're going to ban, like they're banning shifts. Like, what do you constitute as a shift, and how do you stop it? So, I guess there's always I, been I would, shifting. I mean, no, I yeah, extreme. but but it, it was there used to be a rule where you could you only had to have you had to have uh, players certain amount of players on each side of the bag. So between first and second, you had to have two players, and second and third, you had to have two players. So I think that's what they're going back to. So technically, like if you were doing a shift now for this upcoming one, the shortstop or the you know could be standing as close as possible to the enlarged second base, and that would be still considered a legal shift. And then you know vice versa for the second baseman. So I yeah, would the, think that's what it's going to. The rule they to. tried in Double A that I think they're implementing is two players on each side of second base. So like you said, that's the cutoff. And you can shift wherever yeah. you want in your zones there, but you can't cross that line. Yeah. Yeah, like you could have the first baseman on the line and then, you know, five feet away from them have the second baseman, you know, or even closer as long yeah. as they're within first and second. So uh, did uh, baseball feel as though... The shift was hurting the game. So Manfred's quote on this, and this is pretty close to his actual quote, is this is to reduce home runs, strikeouts, and walks. And I was like, listen, buddy, two of these three things are exciting for the game of baseball. So like (laughs) he put like as a blanket statement to why they're trying to like implement some of these changes to reduce home runs, strikeouts and walks. And And I was like, how how would it reduce home? I don't even understand how that would do that. How do any of these rules reduce home (laughs) runs, strikeouts or walks? Here, here, here's, here's, here's how I would, I would think it is. So to reduce home runs, uh, power hitters, when they get up, they put the shift on because power hitters are pulling the ball so much. That's that's their that's their home run swing. That that that's why they pull the ball, and that's why you get those extreme shifts. And if it doesn't hit, if they don't hit a home run, then it's a you know an out or whatever. Um, so if you don't have the shift on, it opens up the hitting alleys a little bit more for the hitter and they can go for contact hits. Nah, I can't even convince myself. I I found the quote. I may have, I may have overstretched a little bit. He said, I think there's a widespread (laughs) consensus in the game that we've become too dependent on walk strike, walk strikeouts and home runs. So I took that to mean that that's why the, the rules were coming into play. Okay. So, 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 what you said still doesn't make sense to the shift, up. yeah. The shift will open up more singles and doubles. Yes. I, yeah, I guess. Small ball. I mean, small but ball. like, but like, it'll, but like, it'll, it'll, like, it'll open I mean, up the people, small ball. Yeah, but but either way, analytics show 
that it's better to hit home runs. It's better to, to or, or versus strikeout versus and or getting well, a wall. like. Well, rem- remember like, this 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 rule is anti- this, this rule is anti analytics. So remember because analytics tell uh, you where the shift should be. Oh yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. but yeah. like I guess I don't see how like like the players aren't going to change anything because they know yeah you know based on you know the the uh, Billy Bean A's from twenty years ago and everybody's since adopted is like. On base percentage, walks, walks, you know, two walks and a home run and the three run home run. Like that's that's baseball. Like every team does that now. Like that's every team strategy. That's not going to change. Well, like I, mean, I guess this, maybe you'll get more hits a, because they won't get. Yeah, you're going to get. Maybe. Yeah, you're going to get more hits. Yeah, but you're not decreasing. You're not decreasing strikeouts or, or home runs or walks though. No, 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 but you're increasing hits, which is increasing base runners, which is increasing runs. And you're decreasing the distance between the bags. Right. Small Are you? Ball. Yeah, because you're increasing base. them three inches each. So you're topping three inches each. Are you creating a different angle of running that keeps the same amount of feet in between the bases? Well, it will be, I guess, a little shorter. Oh, no. I don't know. It will be sure. That's the whole reason for the rule change because they wanted to incre- they said the game has gotten a little boring and if you a little boring. The, if, if you shorten the base path by increasing the bases, you're going to increase the the odds that people are going to uh, steal bases. Serious question. Which will make, How long until we get place? to basketball? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so, next CBA. Next CBA. So I don't think we answered these questions. Do you guys like or hate each of these individual rules? Um, I like or, or the, the see, univer- I like the universal DH. Yeah, universal DH is a good one. I agree. I I like the infield shift ban. I, I don't like I don't like when uh they just bunch up the fucking field. I think that's annoying. Um, the larger bases. Yeah, sure. I like it. Yeah, it's stupid. What about the pitch clock? Uh, pitch clock. I like. I oh, think yeah. that I think I think pitchers and batters have both taken advantage and have been See, so you know self-conscious about themselves that they have extended the game by themselves and then hate that the games are so long. So now I like the pitch count. I think it'll hurry everybody up and put a new aspect on the game where players are ready to go and not, you know, moseying on over. Mm-hmm. And a pitch I, count, I, I feel like, puts more pressure on pitchers, which will create a little bit more loosening up of some pitches, which will increase some home runs and overall hits. I see. Yeah, I mean, I, I dig, I dig them all except the infield shift. I mean, you know, this is supposedly the best baseball players in the world, and you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't get opposite way. Yeah, yeah. And to me, to me, to me, I would be embarrassed if I was the major league players for this. That you're, you're crying that you can't adapt your game. That's embarrassing, right? Yeah. Right. Now, well, now the the other thing, well, like they, they over they over adapted their game by becoming just pull fucking hitters, and now they can't go back. 
I'm, I agree with you, though. I, and and the other thing is um, that isn't really – I mean, I guess they've addressed it before, and I guess I can't do, really do any anything else. But, like, the, you know, with with pitch – Pitch change, uh, pitching changes and stuff like that, but I still think that's an issue. Like, there's just too much specialization in baseball. Make them shift for a, the whole inning, the whole half inning. They're playing. <laughs> there you go. Yes, <laughs> I dig it. Wasn't there a um, their trade off? Was there was there a pitching um, a pitching rule put in place before uh, this yeah. whole negotiation process? Yeah, it's like mound visits and stuff like that. I think. No, didn't they? they no, changes. I think I think I think it was a pitching change. Like they had a, didn't you have to? Yeah. to, to maybe batters or something. You have to face yeah. three batters. Yeah. Oh, was it three batters? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. You can't just like come yeah. in to face the, you know, I, I, I didn't one know. hitter. Yeah. One hitter. And I know, I, I know that mound visits too. You go out to the mound twice. He has to come out. Oh, yeah. Cut that down. So, so, but you I. Know, I, I got to say one thing, you know, me and Dan, especially, we do a lot of criticism of MOB and it, I feel like we root against them in times, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like I got to give MLB a W over the last year with some of these rule changes overall. I, I think they're all minor steps in the right direction. Except they're going to kill the sport yeah. with this uh, holdout. Yeah. Yeah. Except this lockout <laughs> yeah. is going to kill it. All right. Yeah. Right. Great yeah. job. If they if they play any games, the rules are. If gonna they be survive, they'll be better. Yeah, they, they tried. They, they, tried. they tried. Yeah, they tried. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how, how how these rules uh, take into uh, play out. But at least they're trying to make the game quicker because that's and more and I guess more exciting. But yeah, that that's and, that at least is a positive. I mean, they they still have to. In my opinion, baseball also needs to do a hell of a lot better job marketing their teams and their star players too, because right. it's too much of a like. I'm I'm watching the Memphis Grizzlies basketball game. I'm going to watch Golden State. Like I'm never going to do that for baseball. Right. Yep. Never. And I think that's where they need to focus now. Like at least to speed up the games. But like I got I got to watch. You know that. Like I remember. You know, and then and looking back, obviously, but like. You know, watching Randy Johnson pitch and strike out twenty guys in the game, or watching Pedro Martinez pitch, or Greg Maddox, like like pitchers, or Barry Bonds, or Mark McGuire, like they don't really have that excitement anymore. When I'm watching other teams outside of the Yankees, no, I'm not. Not. do you so. feel like that's that's players, or do you feel like the players are just so level and on the same? Like, do you feel like the players are on the same level that they can't have standouts? No, I, no. I, I, I think basically or does a you poor think it's, job it's just like it's just promoting. It's just promoting. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. remember, like I, I don't know, like remember that ESPN commercial, like chicks dig the long ball. Like, I don't know, they had like good. There's not a lot of personality anymore. Right. And I, right, but I'm sure they have personality. Like, oh, they do. But, like like the it, Dodgers yeah. closer. Yeah, but they, they like try to kill it all. Yeah, and those like, are the like, guys you should be promoting, like the guys with the oh, personalities. But I mean, why has the NBA become so much bigger in the last ten years? It's Twitter. Like these guys are allowed to like, like sh- have their personalities and air grievances, and like the NBA just like sits back and let lets them take over. And I and like and and baseball is not the NFL where it's all team and it's all like nameless faceless guys that's beating the shit out of each other 
Well, they're just like whiny well, on think, Twitter. I think baseball. Yeah, ba- yeah, baseball players. Uh, they're not basketball players. They're not they good have on personality, Twitter. Personality though. Yeah, not good. Uh, but not they, good ones. They're just assholes. Yeah. Yeah, but they, you know baseball they, players. Yeah, yeah, but, but baseball they, doesn't they, let them have a person. Baseball doesn't yeah. even let them flip a fucking bat without them <laughs> getting fucking criticized. Uh, I I, I, I oh, agree yeah. with you. I agree with you on that. Yeah, they I have agree to. Be, with you on that. I, I I mean, they've been got you know Manny Ramirez had personality. He was killed for it. Yasiel Puig from the Dodgers was, I I thought awesome for the game. And everybody every time he did something that was a little odd or or whatever, they'd kill him and 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 they'd criticize him after the game and they talk and it's like oh my god, just let. Like, yeah, let him show off. Let him rub it in the guy's face after he just hit a, a game-winning home run. I think that's good for the game. But, yeah, baseball, it, like, just let him, like, act out more. I don't know. Yeah, let, let him take that long fucking stroll after they hit a home run. Yeah, and yeah, let him watch it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you yeah. think about it, like, back in the day, like, Babe Ruth was fucking doing that. He, he shit-talked everybody. I mean, if if baseball wants to go back in history and and you know say, oh, that's not how it was played in the old days. Yes, it was. Yeah, they talk they shit. They talk they shit. It, it's just they, they, Babe Ruth fucking pointed it back to the outfield. Supposedly. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think to me, I think baseball just needs to build up. And I get Mike Trout doesn't want it, but there's plenty of other guys, Guerrero, or or or, or you know, I don't know. There, there's a bunch of guys that you can. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Across baseball, that. I think also, so like in the NBA, when you see someone like posterize someone or like there's a fight, I feel like it's almost promoted on ESPN or Twitter and everything. Whereas baseball, they try to hide that shit and like just brush it under under the rug. Like embrace embrace those interactions and encourage the players to not get along. Essentially, well, baseball. So, um, up until a couple years ago, Major League Baseball was the only one that was allowed to tweet out like highlight clips of the games. And then they finally relented and let the teams also tweet out highlights. But, like, fans, like, like, Rich, I share you with you, like, and obviously in the chat, like, again, this is NBA, but like, random Nick fans who are obsessed with the team literally taking clips of the game and breaking down footage. And like showing those highlights, like baseball, you can't do that. Baseball, you cannot take any footage and tweet it out yourself unless it's a retweet of something that a baseball, major league baseball team sent out. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> like just look at the NBA. You look at NBA. I mean, you can find clips of any, you know, John Morant does an alley oop. Everybody's going to be posting about it on Twitter. It'll be up there 5,000 times. But baseball, they don't, like it's stupid stuff that, that, like that, that I think just kills the game. But I think even stuff like charging the mound and like rivalries that used to be there gave Uh, some drama and like followability to the game. And they're just trying to suppress that. They're giving people like heavy fines and suspensions for it and like discouraging it. I'm not saying it's like a great thing, but like keep a little bit of the action in the game. I mean, we don't need to sit here and watch a chess match every day for three and a half hours. (laughs) And, like, they were also, like, so I think they've killed the Yankees-Red Sox rivalries too much for too long now. Um, but, like, you know, the, the Yankees, I hated the Mariners for years. You know, yeah. uh, like, uh, Yankees-Oakland was, was a good rivalry. Like, 
there were other rivalries besides the Yankees Red Sox, and there are other rivalries that I think, you know, can be good. You know, I hated the Cleveland Indians for a number of years, but like, like they don't build out any of those other rivalries between teams. It's like just the Yankees Red Sox. That's the only rivalry in the American League. It's you know, Cards Cubs. That's the only rivalry in the National League. It's like no, like there are other good ones that you you know or whatever that you could build up, but they just don't. Yeah. Well, we'll see so what happens couple, with couple, MLB. A couple, po- couple positive steps uh, yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Outside, uh, ignoring ignoring the complete lockout of, of the first half of the season. <laughs> yeah. 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 What are we on? We're on three weeks now, I think, that we're missing. Plus uh, spring training plus three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that was uh, today's news on the MLB. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go over to the hardwood. Rolling insert uh, NBA uh, dribble, dribble, dribble. And, and screeches. L- little sneaker squeaks, sneaker squeaks. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, Richie, you got a question about the mid-level exception. I'm pretty sure no one here has done yeah, no one did any, any research, research on that. Well, nope. so I, I did like I did like thirty seconds of research on it. Just so, now when we were talking about baseball. Yeah, he's like, oh, I did, shit, earlier, we're about the I did it earlier. <laughs> I did it earlier today, actually. Okay. But essentially, you know, Dan brought up the question. You know, Nick's related, of course. So we'll we'll get to Dan's question. But you know, as you know, in the NBA, they have like a a soft cap versus like the NFL has a. A hard salary cap in the NFL. Your team can't spend over two hundred million. In the NBA, let's say your cap's two hundred million. There's ways to go above that two hundred million, and the m- mid-level exception is is one of those ways where like there's like three different mid-level exceptions, and none of them essentially affect your salary cap. So you could be over the cap, but there's still a way for you to sign player. To like a, a smaller contract to fit them on your team. You get more money if you're over the cap, don't you? That's more money if you're over says. the cap, but under the luxury tax. Right, yeah. right, right. Which is the apron. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. So what's the what's the gap between the the cap and the luxury tax? Like, where's that? Twenty million dollars. I, I, I want to say it's like fifteen, twenty million dollars. Let's say the cap is. Let's say the cap is like one fifteen, luxury tax is one thirty. So okay. if you're between so you got, that So you have fifteen million dollars to play with and exceptions and stuff like that and you know, emergency funds. Like the whole yeah. team gets COVID right before the finals or something <laughs> yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So I so I think so that's what I was wondering because the reason I brought it up was obviously the next cap situation isn't great. Uh, I mean it's not bad. But like, if they want to hi- sign a free agent, their middle level exception is ten million dollars. And I guess I was curious: is it just ten million dollars for this one year, so you can sign a guy for a one year ten million so, deal? So if you're no. over the if you're over the cap, yeah. Which are the I assume the Knicks, are, the Knicks are Knicks are over the cap, yeah, but under the tax. So so then you, that that mid level exception, you can sign them up for four seasons. If you're if you're in that range, At ten million. Ten million a season, yeah, or nine million, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you're in the range below that, between the cap and the apron, you can only do that for up to three seasons. And if you're below the cap, then you can only do it for up to two seasons. 
Yeah, that's the biannual exception, right? Right, I believe so. And now, yeah. so there's these three different levels. You can't use all three of these exceptions. You can only use one. You can of use them. one, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that I know. Okay. That's so, like, if you, if you use one this year and you use, um, like, that next season, you're going to have to get that guy off the exception, I believe. Um, so you can use it if you need to use a different one. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I mean, that's not, it, it, it's going to depend. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I wonder, and I wonder if you, can you split it? Can you like use 5 million in regular cap and then 10 million to get you like can. a 15 million? Da- oh, you can. Oh, that's actually, because uh, I wonder if that's what they'll do to sign. Because Knicks really want Jalen Brunson, uh, point guard for the Dallas Mavericks. That's, and whatever, I don't know if, if it's a good move or not. Um, but that's why I was curious, because he's going to want probably 12 to 15 million a year, I would think. And so the next mid-level is like 10. So I was curious they'd be able to do something, but it sounds like they would. So I believe the Knicks used it to sign Mitch, right? No. That's what this article is I'm reading says. Oh, really? No, they don't. They, Mitch is still on his rookie deal. They gave him a qualifying offer, I believe. They could use it to sign Mitch if they want. Mm. This article is saying that they used it to sign Mitch. Really? They use a mid-level exception? No, Mitch is still on his rookie contract, I think. So it says here, players drafted near the top of the second round often sign contracts for part of the mid-level because it allows teams to give them contracts for more years and more money than the minimum salary ex- exception. Oh, may, oh, so may, maybe, maybe they did, but, but it would have expired by now, I would think. Or, or it's definitely expiring next year because, or the, at the end of this season because he's a free agent. Right, right, right. So I guess, so maybe they did. Maybe they signed up for part of it. Right. Um, that makes sense. So, so the thing is, in the NBA, there's so many different like loopholes and things. It's oh my like, god, so, yeah. You, you and, really and, need a specialist to be able to oh, know oh, how totally. this works. And the Knicks have uh, the Knicks also have a trade exception too, because of the Kevin Knox deal, which I don't understand how that happened, but they do. Of like one of like almost two million dollars, I think. So, like trade exceptions is if you trade. If you are trading out and bringing in less of a contract with, I believe, worth less money, then you get a trade exception of the, of the difference. It's it's crazy. It's so complicated. <laughs> it's so, it's so complicated. Uh, but that's good to know because I, I was because I, you know, as you know, the Knicks need a point guard, and I think I don't know what I think about Jalen Hurts. I'd have to kind of look into him a little bit more. But who, Dan? Jill, uh, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, Jalen Hurts on the brain. Yep. Jalen Brunson. Top five quarterback in the East. In the Jill- NFC. <laughs> yeah, top five quarterback in the NFC East. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, okay. Man. All right, so uh, okay, that's interesting stuff. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, Richie, thanks for the uh, history lesson, Richie. Uh, Sixers update: How's the Sixers Harden marriage blooming? Um, they haven't lost no the big, game together yet. Yeah, no big updates yet. They're four zero with him. Um, 
You know, his, his, his who, who, last... Who have they beaten with him? They've beaten the Knicks twice. The Knicks twice, yep. They beat uh, a decent team. Who the fuck did they beat? They beat the Timberwolves, didn't they? Oh, yeah, the Timberwolves, and then they beat the Bulls yesterday. Now, the, yesterday's game, obviously the Bulls are missing some players, but they're still a pretty good team. But Harden had his worst game, but the, the good thing about him is he's still such a playmaker that even if his shot is off, he, he you know, Ben Simmons was a great passer, but Harden is even better than Ben Simmons was. So he's just making the game so easy for some of the other players. He gets the well, attention of defenders. Right, you know, so you can't double him and Embiid at the same time. Um, he's, getting, he's getting Matisse involved on offense, so that's been good to see. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's just, he just changed the whole dynamic of the team. You know, it, it, the big thing, too, is before, if you had Embiid on the bench, who was your next best player? Ben, really, or Tobias? Now you can you can stagger those two guys and always have one of them on the court and great team when you can always have one of those players on the court. Right. So, but other than uh, that, everything's great in Sixer Land. Good question for Sixers, you. Sixers, I think it's shit. Uh, question for you: The Timberwolves, are they going to beat Oklahoma City tomorrow in Minnesota? <laughs> of course, yeah. man. What a what a dumb question. Do they have to win by a certain amount? <laughs> no, I mean I just want to take it straight up. Yeah, Oklahoma's uh plus seven fifty. I'll make it, so you're putting sixty nine cents on the Timberwolves? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no on the Thunder. On the Thunder. Oh, on the Thunder. Oh on the Thunder. Yeah. Um uh, Rich though, the one team I the one team that worries me, I told you who they are. They're still looking, they're looking better than ever. Yeah, they are looking right, right now over the past three weeks, maybe month, they might be the best team in the East. I know. I think they might be. Who's, who's that? Celtics. Oh, Celtics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They look really Ooh, how, good. How about this one? Blazers beating Utah in Utah. Plus 1200. Nah. Plus 1200. Oh, that's, that's a big, that's, that's that a, is a big that's, number, but I I can't see that without the. I know, but that's a tough one to pass up. That's only plus, sixty-nine cents. Yeah, plus twelve hundred. I know. What do you get? A buck fifty if you win that one? Damn! Come on, you get eight dollars and twenty eight dollars and twenty eight cents. I'm not doing that math. Payouts eight dollars twenty eight cents. <laughs> on sixty-nine cents. On sixty nine cents, that's good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's that right there. That's a. I might that's not fine. be able to pass that one. I might not be able to pass that one out. Um, um, yeah, Chicago's in trouble, Rich. I think. Yeah, they've lost five in a row. You, they don't, you they think, don't look you, good. You say you say you think it's it's starting to finally kick in. That they're missing those guys. Well, they're still missing Levine. I thought he was no, back. Levine, Levine's, Levine's back. Yeah. yeah Who are they there. missing? They're, they're only missing Ball. Car- Caruso. Caruso, I think that hurts the energy. Hurts a little bit. Yeah. Ball, the second, the second unit. 
Yeah, I mean, that's not, I don't know. Crusoe, yeah, but everybody has a Crusoe level injury. I mean, that's not, that shouldn't kill you. I get ball yeah, hurts a but, bit. But, but Levine should be able to. Like, yeah. I think the way the team was built, it was, you know, it was, it's more a mental thing at this point. Like now it's like mental tiredness. It's finally kicking in. Yeah. I, and I, the way the way Caruso got got injured, that was you know on a dirty yeah, that, play. Yeah, that was a super dirty play. Yeah. Um, I, I mean the ball injury. I, you know, I, I would say probably the ball injury hurts more because he's point guard and, and whatnot. But I don't know. I I, I listen. Do you I think? Did not think Chicago was going to have this good of a season. I was shocked at how good everybody was flying. Now I yeah. feel like yeah they hurt a little bit, but I do feel like they're coming back down to earth a little bit. But I yeah. think, Rich, if I'm if I'm if I'm Philly, Boston, and Miami, those are the two teams that I'm like, and Milwaukee. I got to throw Milwaukee in. There. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I think I think I think it could be. You good can playoff. lose to any team that's going to make the playoffs in the East, except except the Hornets, <laughs> yeah. and probably the, and the Cavs. I think every yeah, everybody uh, else I, I don't is a threat. Uh, I'm not sold on Atlanta. They make it. I was kind of counting them out. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I guess you're right. They could, they could make it. Actually, they, they might. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the uh, the Lakers are missing Caruso? Hell yeah. Lakers are missing. Yeah, Lakers are missing a bunch of players that they should not have traded away or given yeah. away. Uh, I, they should not have. I, I, I hate to see it. Do Do you think uh, they look into possibly moving LeBron? No. You think they're stuck with him? That. That I'm sure he must, he must have a no trade clause in his deal. <clears throat> no, he yeah, must. yeah, I get that. But do you think they even entertain the idea? No, no. I think I, I think, and to me, like that's you why you think I, they get rid of Anthony Davis before they get rid of LeBron. Well, no, I think that I, I think this is why I think every I think the Knicks need to find whatever package makes sense with the Lakers and do something with the Lakers because I think. Lakers are going to run it back for one more year, and I think they're going to be desperate to try to put together a competent team around AD and LeBron, thinking that it's their last year. And I feel like they are willing to overpay to try to make next year a good team. Well, when's, uh, when, when's Brownie in, in the draft, uh, draft eligible? Is it next year, Rich? Not, not this draft coming up, but I the yeah. following draft. Okay. So you so you got two more two more years of LeBron at least. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. So I don't. That's what I would do. Uh, but yeah. I yeah. But the, and you know the, the the West playoffs are gonna be good too, Rich. Yeah. All the playoffs. Are, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I, I'm I can't wait. At this, this point, is gonna I'm, be a really. I'm, good... I'm ready for the season to be over at this point. Yeah. This like, this could be a really good playoffs. Because at this point. Everyone kind of has their team. The only team that I'm kind of interested to see how they gel the rest of the year is the Nets, you know, once yeah, they start getting healthy. I think that's the only good storyline. And, like, even the Knicks, like, I'm ready to see what they do in the offseason. Like, oh, me too. I'm ready to see what the Knicks do like, in the offseason. Like, I don't, I don't need to see anything else from any other teams except the Nets and the Knicks. Or, I mean, the Nets for this season. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the playoffs and the Knicks offseason. Is Ben coming back? For the season, before the end of the season, I don't know. I, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm Brooklyn, like if you're Ben, but you aren't. If you're Ben, what? <laughs> no, that's true. I'm not. I'm not a borough. Uh, 
but like if you have Ben, how are you not in game shape? He's going to like, come back. Yeah. He's he's going to come back the last week of the season to and get some warm up games. <laughs> no, to done. get some more get some warm up games, play a couple of games and then he'll be ready for the playoffs. When uh when when is Brooklyn Philly playing? Uh this week, Thursday. I just don't believe any of this Ben story because if you were to like line up every story about Ben and like his situation, like when he was on the Sixers still, they were like, Oh, he's still working out, he's in game yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, yeah. he goes to Brooklyn and they're he like, needs to oh, get in game shape. He's gonna start ramping up, but then the headlines come out, oh the Sixers game is coming up. Then it's like, oh, as he's ramping up, he tweaks his back. Uh, you know, uh, now now he might not play till the regular season. Then people start criticizing him on that. But then all of a sudden now now his back's feeling a little better and you know, maybe he'll be back in two weeks. Like the stories feel like they change based off the uh, media reaction to them. It's yeah. just it's just like odd if you like It is really, odd. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I, I'm just not buying any of it. Um I I know it's weird because they've only been together for a month, but I think this is really big playoffs for uh, James Harden. Yeah, his, his legacy is. Uh... He, he, I, you know, I, listen. He'll probably have next year too, uh, where they can make a run. But I mean, you never know. You know, knock on I mean, wood. I mean, the Sixers have been pretty healthy injury wise. You know, Embiid hasn't really missed a bunch of time. He's looking really good. Um, you know, so you never don't want to say next year, but like I feel like Harden, Harden has had outside of that Warrior series, what eight years ago, whenever it was now, yeah. like he's not had great playoff runs. Because then, then he didn't he lose Chris Paul? Was that the yeah. Warrior series he lost Chris yeah. Paul? And- yeah, 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 yeah. They were up three two, and then Chris Paul tweaked his hammy, and then James Harden couldn't close the deal the last two games. I mean, that's bad. With losing Chris it, Paul, it was, it, it, yeah, it was tough, and it was prime Chris Paul, so I get it, but. Uh, but that was as close as he got. And then every other series since then, he's just kind of, and, and just in general, he has not played well in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is big for him. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be interested to see. I mean, listen, he's never played with a player as good as Embiid. So yeah, that and, certainly helps. I mean, but when, it's, when, it's, it's a big playoff series I'm Chris Paul. for Embiid I'm, too. I'm Chris Paul was really good though, too. I mean, like, he was, no, he was, yeah, he but, was. but this is a more, uh, I, I'll say that, Playing with another point guard, because I mean they're they're both playing the same yeah, position. Basically, basically. Yeah, they're basically the same sure. position. So yeah. like yeah. this is this is like a complimenting player, like a legit like. Uh, yeah, bang, they all, they compliment. The yeah, team, I agree. You know. I agree, but I I feel like this is also really big playoffs for Embiid too. I mean, he hasn't got out of the second round. He hasn't got out of the second round. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, regardless, the second round match, they they could they're gonna play a really good team in the second round again. But he played real played, well last year, right? He just didn't get much help. Yeah, he played yeah, really he, well last year. He did. But, and then, I mean... You know, even after that. he got he, injured, he came back and played. He did have a lot of turnovers, which kind of people don't talk about last year um, in the playoffs. And, and listen, like, when you... I'm talking about he probably had like seven turnovers in a game, which is a ridiculous Yeah, it's bad, yeah. yeah. And listen, when you're, when you're a superstar, you have to, you know... Those are the games that you, or the series that you need to win. Yeah, I mean, so you know they lost to the they lost to the Raptors a couple of years ago. Then last year they I, I don't count the bubble season. That was so fucking weird. So right, 
Uh, and then last year they lost to was it Atlanta? They knocked them off. Right, right. Trey, Trey Young was one of maybe okay. the best player in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Before he hurt his shoulder. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. He. Yeah. He was. Yeah. But you know, I know this is big. I. You know, they they should get a. I don't know. Will they get an easy opponent in the first round? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's. Again, there's only like going to be two easy opponents, so it's. I know. Who, who's what's the standings right now? I mean, they they could face the Nets in the first round at this point. I think is where they would line up. Three three six. Two uh two seven. Oh two seven. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's, you know that's also, tough. also that's tough. Are, the, are the playoffs big for Ben too? Like, what if the Sixers go past the second round now and like. How bad does that make Ben look, kind of? Yeah. The Sixers, lost, the Sixers lost a decent amount of depth in that trade, too, so they're kind of top-heavy right now. They are, yeah. So it looks like... Man, what, it looks a, like, what a, what a storyline if the Sixers and the Nets play each other in the first round of the playoffs and Ben, and ben is playing. Oof. I mean, it's, it looks like... I, make I that mean, money on those tickets, like Rich. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's where you cashed in. Well, you can. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look like Brooklyn's Brooklyn's going to have a hard time getting out of the playing game. So that looks like that's a lock for them. So then, I mean, man, you almost you, if you're Philly, you almost want to drop down to the three seed. Right? Play yeah, Cleveland? It's, it's tough, but I, th- I think the players themselves take pride in their seeding. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I know. I, I think they'd rather end the season on a high. And, and, and listen, Boston's right there too, Boston. So Boston's either going to be five or six, so you don't want to fall fall to three and then play the Celtics in the first round. I mean, Boston might be number three. I mean, they're they might, they're, closer, they're closer to six right now, though. Right, but they're only a game and a half out of three. No, I know, I know. I, I mean, so so it, it's tough. You can't really predict right now, but yeah, right. you almost want to avoid that. Playing, <laughs> playing team just because it could be Brooklyn, and I don't see how Brooklyn gets out of the playing game, right? The six mm-hmm. games behind Cleveland, there's no way. Kyrie yeah. drops fifty on nineteen shots tonight against the Hornets. Who did? Who? Kyrie. Yep. Fifty points on nineteen shots. Kyrie's Kyrie's cooking. Yeah, he had a great game. Yeah. He did. Ooh, Darius Garland, forty-one points. 13 assists tonight for Cleveland. And six, Sixers just played Garland and the Cavs the other, uh, the other night. They he looks so fucking good, man. Yeah, it does look good. I know. 14 to 26. <sighs> but anyway, let's fast forward these next three weeks and, and this, start the playoffs. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. Because uh, I got to say, I gotta say I'm, right, just cool. ex- I'm just as excited to see the Sixers in the playoffs as I am to see the Knicks offseason. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's the uh, NBA talk this week. Richie, drinking anything special? Nope. Good. Roland? Drinking a new beer, but it's nothing special. Line and Kugel's dark lager. Oh, maybe I have had this. Hints yeah, of coffee and chocolate. Yep. Oh, well, repeat. There you go. Uh, I had a a good beer this this weekend. What? You had a beer? 
Whoa. Is he back? Is he back on? Yeah. Saturday, man. This this beer was. I did. I, it was in uh, in the chat. Um, I'm a little embarrassed to say it was a uh, a fruity beer, fruit beer. So it was a Newberg uh, IPA, eight percent. Newberg Brewing, uh, eight percenter. Yeah, um, it was like strawberry, raspberry, and and something else beer. When you poured it out, it looked like like a iced tea in a, in a glass. Uh, you don't really taste the flavors of the fruit, but such a smooth IPA. I had two in about ten minutes. And was hooking because I didn't realize that it was an eight percenter to start. Yeah. So then I was like, I was I went to go get something to eat, and I was just like, oh, I better check those because I felt it directly. Um. So I slowed down, but they were delicious. My brother-in-law had a pineapple one, and he was cooked. He had five of those. In a pretty uh, quick time period, and he had to leave the party. He got sent <laughs> home. He got sent uh, home. He well, I mean, his his uh, his uh, baby was was leaving, and he was going to stay and have another beer. And uh, I think the wife gave him uh, a, a a look, and he had to go. Um, now, what type of party yes. was this? It was just my sister-in-law's birthday party, you know, like birth, family birthday party. Um, but he started getting the, uh, you know, the droopy eyelids, and, uh, you know. The, yeah, that slur on the droopy word. Eyelid that, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, We're all even, there. even my, my other brother-in-law and me went up to him and were just like, yo, you know, you got to take it easy on those. And he's just like, well, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> bro, okay. bro, it's 7.15. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so they were staying at my at my uh, my in laws, and uh, I talked to my father in law the other day, and he was just like, "You were right about him." Poof! I got home, he was in rare form. Oh my goodness! Um, but yeah, Newberg Brewing Company, uh, deceiving high ABV, uh. Very high drinkability. They go down super smooth. Very good taste. Not overpowering with like the fruity flavors. So I know Rich is probably just like berries. I don't like that. But I got to see if I can get some of these. I haven't found them around me, um, but I might have to get them for my, my brother-in-law, uh, Brett. He's uh, selling it at his place. So I might have to tell him to give me uh, give me some hookups. Check him out. Um, Newberg Brewing Company. They were pretty good. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, friend of the pod. Uh, March Madness is is a. Oh, you didn't ask me Dan. if I was drinking anything. Oh, you drinking yeah. anything, Dan? Up, tell me shit. That's yeah, fucked Dan, up. Dan, you Dan, you drinking anything? You I told am, us I that drink- you were giving up a beer. Uh, I. This is not beer, but I am drinking something. Well, what are you drinking? Uh, it's called Can Trip. It is oh, not, not, not in the picture, Dan. There we yeah. go. There it is. 
Can trip. Canna- okay. Cannabis infused seltzers. Like oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like catnip. Yeah, I know. It's, catnip. <laughs> it's Dan's catnip. <laughs> Richie's Richie's bad eyes. Uh, How is it good? Are these were the uh, ones you were talking about uh, the other day? Yeah, they're the other, so good. Like a couple of pods ago. Yeah, uh, they're so good. I could down like six of them. And, uh, the, the best tasting <laughs> yeah. seltzers I've ever had. Drinkability is high, and they uh, are potent. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like having a gummy, but they act much faster. Right. So, and they taste delicious. Like nice. again, we're going to need to find them in Florida. Oh man, I'll yeah. bring them out of Florida. And they have, <laughs> and the coolest thing about them is they have these. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had. <laughs> Tommy, they ha- they have these uh, resealable tops. That, oh, I, like that. I, love that. I like that. So like if yeah, you're if you nice. like uh, you know if it's uh, too much, uh, you you just reseal it and it keeps the carbonation and you put it back in the fridge. Where, nice. where, how how big are those cans? Sixteen, twelve? What are they? It's the twelve, uh, twelve ounce, twelve fluid ounces. Okay. Okay. So it's not bad, but yeah, they taste delicious. This I flavor is. This flavor is ginger peach. Okay. Oh, it's okay. so good. Name, but I'd try that. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. they're all. There's three different flavors of this brand, and they're all so good. Um. Okay. All right. Uh, March Madness, Dan. Are you ready for it? No, I could. I, I'm not. I have not been to college basketball the last couple of years. I uh, yeah. well this this year. I I haven't. Been and either, but I, you know, I, I, I dabble, and yeah. uh, this year, oh yeah, you might be sixty-nine bets. You gotta keep, yeah, keep this, what's going on. This year might be the most wide-open field they have ever produced ever. It looks like anyone could win anything. The top teams are not like running away with anything. Um. So it'll be interesting. I think once the, I mean, these conference tournaments are going to be good to watch because I think there's going to be a ton of upsets. And I think uh, the tournament in general, I think is going to have a lot of upsets as well. So um, this, this one, this one might be good. Might be good. All right, well, that's good. I mean, I always like to watch the tournament. I get, you know, I get excited. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, one of the downers, obviously, is our alma mater has been so bad for so long that it was always kind of fun if they were like competitive and trying to get in. Yeah, um, they're but not, they haven't been competitive not, in the last. They're not. God, yeah, they're not. At least no. almost fifteen years now, probably. So they start. They started up the beginning of the year good, and uh, they, uh, as as Roland put, they shit the bed uh, halfway through the year and went on a huge losing spree. Um. Oh, I thought you said said that in the chat. Maybe no, I said it was Um, so wasn't even following. Uh, but they Must did. Have drunk said they that did or something. They did beat. They did beat. Uh, they did end the season. Beat Iona at Dratty. Um, by two points, they beat Rick Pitino's uh, Iona Gales by two points uh, to end the season, which was a good way to end the season. And uh, but they're the ace seed in the MAC, which means that they are terrible. And uh, we'll see. The tournament we'll see if started, they can. So they might. They might even be eliminated already. 
Is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Yeah, today was their first game. Let's see if they won. See if they won. Probably didn't. They were I'm playing sure Ryder. Sure they didn't. Let's see him pulling up. I mean, it's not the featured story, so that's never and, a good time. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, they wouldn't be the featured story anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, on, uh, the, if they if, uh, on their own website, I mean. Oh, on their own website. Yeah. Their own website, they're not a feature story? They're not They're not on Go Jaspers? The site sucks. God, I hated going to Go Jaspers. It's, it's, it's yeah. terrible, it's, and it's still terrible. It's still bad. Yeah, they I lost. think I'm still on they, there. Oh, they, wow, they lost by 12. They lost to 12, they got smoked. God, they stink. I wow, think I still have a Go Jaspers profile. Oh, that's yeah. right. Any every athlete, that's every athlete had one, right? Mm-hmm. I was I wasn't around long enough for long to get one. One day, <laughs> I was I was flashing a pan at, at Jasper Athletics. Yeah, that, wow. That's, that's, I think I think had uh, to finish the season or at least make it to picture day. Yeah, I did. I didn't either. Fifteen or fifteen. Maybe a, maybe a, maybe it lasted a month. Pretty good. Nice. Um, Thanks. All right, so uh, that's our show for this week. Uh, hey, there he is. I found him. You <laughs> ah, still on GoJab. Oh, Roland? Yeah. Roland. <laughs> <laughs> Position, throws. Did you write this? Height, 5'10", class, freshman. Hometown, Rockville Center, New York, high school. Archbishop Malloy. Roland is, Roland is in his first season with the Jaspers. Personal. Majoring in computer science with a minor in math, born January 6, 1984, son of Roland and Diane Varialli. Two siblings, Charles and Francesca. Favorite team is oh, the They really give you everything. Yeah. <laughs> favorite musical performer is the Dave Matthews Band. And favorite <sighs> book is The Mysterious Stranger by Mark Twain. <laughs> Hope this wasn't lightning. That was a deep profile. I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. That was a deep profile. Some of that, uh, some of that needs to be blocked. I think, Roland. Now that you're, uh, oh, yeah. you know, a spy, <laughs> you got to call me that and t- have it taken down. Yeah, I think there's um, any sensitive information. All right, information that's our show there. for this week. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening uh, to Last Man's Opinion for uh, Roland Barrielli, Dan Mara, Rich Cagle, and Tommy McGraw. We will catch you next week. Boom. Boom. All right, good show, guys. We'll we'll edit you out a little bit there, Tommy. We'll make it look seem yeah. real smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to hell. All right.